Welcome to episode one of the Screenfellas podcast. My name is Carlos. I'm Ozzy Castro. And today we're going to have an X-Men Apocalypse review and we're going to have a Game of Thrones mid-season review. So I hope you enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Just, we literally just got back from X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, we did. So, what were your overall thoughts, Ozzy? Alright, um, God. Alright, I'm gonna start with the... <laughs> Whoa. I'm gonna start with the, with the positives. Um, Alright. I think the, I think the acting was, was overall phenomenal. Um, I think all these actors, uh, gave a, a great performance. Um, Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, they always give... Uh, great performances mm-hmm. as you know uh Jennifer Lawrence was amazing as she always is and everything that she is mm-hmm. um so the acting was great um I really liked um what they did with Magneto's character mm-hmm. different uh it was a different take I'm not gonna get too yeah. too into it but it's like I liked what the Again, oh, we forgot to mention this right at the top. We're spoiler free. We're yeah, not spoiler, gonna, spoil, we're gonna we're try gonna, to keep it gonna, clean for now. We're, yeah, we're gonna keep it we clean. We will for you get guys. to a spoiler review, but that'll be um, maybe that'll, in a couple days. Yeah. We'll see. But we're gonna, we're gonna as of out. now, spoiler free. Right. Um, for me, um, I got. I have to say this: this movie was more Batman v Superman than it was Civil War for me. But unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> but. Um, I still think there's enjoyment to be had, especially if you're a hardcore comic book fan, or even just a regular nerdy person, like, kind of us. Um, <laughs> so... <sighs> What'd you like about it, though? Yeah, that's what... Uh, let's start there. We'll start with our positives. Um, for me, the biggest positives were the new characters. Um, or not even... They're, well, technically they're not new characters, but you know, the new... The younger new cast. introduction yeah. to our, our characters. Um, I thought Jean... Um, portrayed by the Sophie Turner, who we all love, especially us Game of Thrones fans. Sansa. Yep. Um, and um, Scott, who I think, was that Ty Sheridan? Is that his name? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Um, we'll have a little bit of fetch, fact check right now. Yeah. Um, but they had amazing chemistry. I mean, it was fantastic. Um, every time that they were on screen together, you could feel that there was something there, even like when it wasn't any, like, I mean, we didn't get any. Um, necessarily romantic lines between them, but um, everything between them, you you could just feel the chemistry there. And I thought that they had they it just really worked. Everything that those two did together. Um, Sophie Turner has a, a little bit of work to do on her American accent, <laughs> but it it worked. It worked. It wasn't. It didn't. It didn't bother me. It didn't take me out of it. I don't even think I'm probably the only one who's going to have a complaint about it. But whatever. Um, so that was great. Um, Storm, I did. I we were talking about this. Do you like? Do you like the new Storm? I like her. The only problem that I particularly had is is that we didn't get too much of her. That's true. You know and I, mean? I, I think that's not necessarily like the worst problem to have. Like if you want more of a character, then maybe the actress did a good job. And um, I really liked Storm. I really liked um, the way she kind of 
played like at the beginning, like the way she played yeah, she was her a, motivations yeah. and things like that, and you bought her kind of transition because obviously from the trailers we're not spoiling anything yeah. here. From the trailers, you can tell she is one of the horsemen. So, um, like her transition into that, it it really worked for me. Yeah, I mean the transitioning from 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 him getting his horsemen was was one of the great parts it, of the that, movie. That was, um, I mean, it was it was great. Yeah. Like, you, you, you understood why they did it, and you completely understood. Um, I, I completely agree. The horseman, him getting his horseman, was my favorite part. Probably my favorite part of the movie. Like, the favorite section of the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought that was all fantastic. Like I, like you said, every single character, their reasons for joining him, it all worked. And, like, rest assured, like, I, ha- I had some worries about how he was going to gain his horseman yeah. and how he was going to gain followers, but... It works. It works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the least of the problems with Apocalypse. Like, it wasn't an issue at all. Yeah, I thought Apocalypse... I thought Oscar, Oscar Isaac did a, a, a great job as mm-hmm. Apocalypse. I, I did, too. I, I love Oscar Isaac. Um, he did. I he's would, a just he's just a phenomenal actor. I can recommend pretty much anything. He was <laughs> my favorite. He, he was, like, the way you feel about Storm in this movie is how I felt about him in... The Force Awakens. Yeah, I was like, like I want, he was I great, want you more, but I want you more on the screen. Like he was absolutely fantastic. I thought the uh, the chemistry between a lot of these characters was also great. Mm-hmm. Like um, you saw between uh, Magneto and Professor X mm-hmm. and Jean Grey and Scott. Yeah. Uh, the chemistry was just really great. It wasn't it wasn't awkward. It wasn't cheesy. It was all it was all really great. Great written. Yeah, um, the comedy. Um, the comedy, oh comedy was that was, was actually a surprise. Like I have, <laughs> I have issues with how it kind of flowed with like the tone of the overall tone of the movie. I had issues with, um, but the way that it like when they hit the comedy, it it worked. It, yeah, it, like even if it didn't like fit with like kind of the flow of the movie, it 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 hit. Yeah, <laughs> so it didn't really. It almost didn't matter that it didn't flow because it was like you were just like that was a good joke. Yeah, I mean, um, there, there was one where they like it was so such a meta joke. I don't know <laughs> if you caught it. It was coming out of a movie theater. Yeah, uh, but it was hilarious, and I literally like I was like that. It, that was just clever. That was, that was amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really like the comedy, and of course, let's Quicksilver. Oh, Quicksilver! Let us please just um, sing the praises of Quicksilver yet again. He has another show stealing movie or show stealing scene. scene. Yeah. In this movie, um, it's I, I might prefer the first or the one from last from Days of Future Past, um, but I he mean, still he still did a fantastic it, it job. The, the editing with that and, and oh the way they, they they shot it, it was I, all I still, it was it, all great. It baffles me how they shoot those scenes. I'm just like that. That's incredible. Yeah, it, it, they're so fun to watch. They're so well done. Um, it's some of the better CGI in the movie, yeah. and um, it's just. He has such great facial expressions and his yeah. his mannerisms and the, yeah. the like his vocal and everything about the way he pulls off Quicksilver just works on all cylinders. It's yeah, it, amazing. It's, it's fantastic. He's he's he was a great character. He fed in. I I loved him. I'm glad that they actually showed more of him in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, because in Days of Future Past where we wanted more Quicksilver yep. and they gave it and they gave it to us here, so it was it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved uh, Jean Jean Grey 
I really did. I yeah, thought she you was... brought her up a few times, man. You I don't really care, man. <laughs> no, she was just... It was awesome. Like, she... Was she... it the performance, or was it the way they used her character? It's the or... way they used her character, you know? It, you know, she, she connects... She's kind of like Professor X, where she connects to people. She mm-hmm. understands, and... You know, they really kind of emphasize her power in this movie they really in a way do. that the older movies never did. Yeah, and I like she has that. she has the power of the phoenix, and she completely let that just go. Well, no spoilers. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that she just let it go. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was uh-huh. great. Um, her powers and you know mm-hmm. her her connective. That's not even a word. Yeah. All right, I just like the I way know she connected mean, with uh, all our, the characters. I think anybody listening kind of knows <laughs> me too. But yeah, um, uh, one thing I also wanted to get into with just the positives. Um, I, I know we're gonna have a little bit of disagreement on here, um, but I really liked the way they used Mystique, Mystique in this yeah. movie. I ha- I had my doubts. I we me and Ozzy here have had our discussions, our arguments about the way the kind of direction they've used. And actually, before this movie, I was even on the side of I don't get why they're using her this way. Um, but they explain in the movie pretty well. I have to give the way, that the way they explain like and and just if you sit back and think about the overall timeline and. How like I really think the pl- the world building and the planning that this franchise has done has gotten so much better. I mean, it was it was horrible. Like Fox is notorious for uh, their like for their just like f continuity and just forget everything. Oh yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. But they ever since um, ever since First Class, it seems like they have a plan, and I you can really kind of see that come to fruition even if we have issues with jennifer lawrence's performance which we'll get there i still liked the way they used her character yeah her character was 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 great um i mean i mean i you know the trailer made it seem like a jennifer lawrence marketing but it really it didn't come across as that during the movie did it not necessarily. I mean, you really I didn't understood. Think it was a Jennifer I mean, Lawrence yeah, I mean, movie. you really understood why why she was doing what she was doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't really argue with that. I mean, if you were in her position, you can't help but say, like, okay, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do what she did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you you do understand why she does do what she does at the end of the day. Yeah. Who do you think? Like, who would you call the main protagonist of this movie? Because I think people are afraid that it's Mystique. But I don't think it's a mistake. I, I would put it more maybe Professor X. Professor X, of course. I think he's Professor probably X. the main Because Apocalypse is... I mean, it's definitely an ensemble. Don't get us wrong. But it's an ensemble, but it's, it's you know, one ideology for yeah. thousands of years. That's true. Over this new ideology that mm-hmm. Professor X has has created. So um, it's... Getting getting back into Apocalypse, I, I, I really... I, I think if you know the comics, this is what I'm going to come back to, especially once we get to like our ratings of the movie and um, kind of our recommendations and stuff like that. Um, if you know the comics and the backstory of this character, I think you're going to be satisfied with this character. The problem is they don't... Uh, I know I'm getting into negatives here, but and I still have do have one more positive to get to, but the problem is they don't give it to you in the film enough for yeah. anybody who doesn't know Apocalypse's backstory to appreciate what his plan is and his motivations, which that's a problem. You can't expect 
the at, audience the to audience know. to know that yeah. you have as a film as an isolated film because I am always one to preach which you will come to find out very quickly <laughs> I am always one to preach that the films and the books or the source material are completely separate entities and they should yes you should carry over the character's identity but you have to have them be coherent and separate stories and I I just felt like this one didn't tell a coherent origin for Apocalypse. But yeah. we'll get more into that once we get into our negatives. Last positive for me. Last positive for me is Wolverine. Again, this is not a spoiler. We're not going to spoil anything. He, but is in the, was... he is in the trailer. You see his claw. You know he is making a cameo in this movie. And oh my gosh. Fantastic. It That's works. all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, That's all I'm going to say about it. Everything Wolverine. you could want from a Wolverine... Um, cameo and it um, again just we're going off what I said about Mystique us we that's all I'm going to say yeah the, when, what I said about Mystique like I feel like this um, franchise they have a more clear direction than they've ever had and I think it all makes sense that's good that's all I'm going to say um, regarding let's get, that let's get to our negatives yeah okay I'm going to start off <laughs> okay go for it man let her rip. There was a lot of pacing issues in my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought things rushed. To me, it felt a lot more rushed than slow. To me, they rushed it to try to get to this end. See, I disagree. To this end point. Because you but don't, I you do don't know. Pacing issues. I, okay, here's the thing. You don't... They completely negated from from Apocalypse's origin and story just to just to um, get to the just to get to the just to get to him recruiting the horsemen and mm-hmm. then to him trying to cause mayhem in the world so mm-hmm. to me it kind of just rushed uh, yeah. to that and that's the main that's the main I, problem I, I, with it. I felt like it was a little choppy especially Ex- yeah. in the middle Extremely it just felt choppy. like we're got, we're here we're here we're here we're here and it was just like okay whoa like and again I really liked all the horseman stuff so I was like yes let's get back to that and then they would cut to Magneto stuff and then it would cut to Xavier stuff with um the Next with man, um uh, Rose Burns character yeah and it's just like okay like focus here like let's kind of set our direction yeah we were all over the place kind of in the middle and then the end like and that's when I started to feel like okay in the middle is when I was like that's when I was like how long is this movie like I I was like looking at my like I didn't look at my phone but I was like thinking like how long is this movie and then like (laughs) towards the towards the end of the second act I like I was my sister was sitting next to me and she was yawning like and my sister's not like a child like she's <laughs> she's a college student and she was like I'm tired and this is kind of boring I was like I don't necessarily blame you it's kind of like we're not focused it's not engaging you as well as it should because it's so choppy and then the end um the end doesn't really pay off it, I, I think the, the action and there is enough nerdiness moment like nerdy moments to where again if you're a comic fan or you're a fan of the X-Men at all you will appreciate some of the things that happen at the end of this movie. And you will appreciate some of the things that you see. But it's just too long. It's, it, too, it's The I, last action scene 
it's literally the entire last act of the movie, and it's just, it's horrible. I mean, it's not horrible. Don't get me wrong. It's not horrible. But it's, it's just too long. This movie is two and a half hours long. And to me, I know, I think we disagree a little bit here. Like, you think it was a little rushed. But to me, it felt every second. I could feel every second <laughs> of the two and a half hours. I don't understand why you feel that way. To me, the whole story felt rushed. And that was... Well, either way, not it's not a good thing. It's not a good treat if I feel rushed. And then it's not a good thing if you're sitting here just like, Damn, what time is it? Like, it's, not, it's not okay. Um, I do find it interesting that we have completely opposite like <laughs> views on the pacing of this movie. But at the same time, we both see that there's an issue yeah um so um, that's that's really weird but it's also telling i think um um, i think i think some also the motives the motives need to be cleaned up like why why does this person want to do this you know what i mean why does this why does this person want this um which what character in in particular are you kind of talking um and for instance apocalypse Okay, yes, I kind of spoke on that before with, yeah. like, yeah, if you know his, like... Cause, like if okay. you know, like, okay, from the comics, you're going to be like, okay, like, I know. Uh, yeah, so you're exactly. going to be okay with it a little bit, but at the same time, you're going to be like, yeah, but they didn't really transfer that in the yeah. film. Again, we'll, we'll kind of that. get to this more in our spoiler discussion, but yeah. we're trying to be vague here because we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, um, okay, as for my, probably my least favorite part of the movie is the origin stuff with Apocalypse, like... It gave us some cool like, info, like, but no, it didn't give us info. It gave us like cool visuals, but they don't explain to you what's happening. They don't give you any context, and they don't give you any reason to care about what's going on, on the screen. They're just showing you crap, yeah. and it's just like, okay, what what is happening? Like, why are we here? And it doesn't really pay off. Like, it's just like, it doesn't give us any insight into. Apocalypse's mind or what he's thinking what his motives are like you said it just doesn't and then the rest of the movie suffers because of it because we don't have his motivations yeah, from I the mean, film it, and it's it, again from the comics is a different story but from the film you don't get rushed. enough of his motivation also my last thing is the CGI in this movie just, uh, to me, I thought it got better as we got along but at me, the beginning especially again with the origin did not work it just needed to be cleaned up yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you guys what scene needed to be cleaned up yeah. I think you're gonna find that for yourselves but yeah. you're gonna see you're gonna be like eh, it needs to be cleaned up just a little yeah. bit um, I mean yeah okay um, do you wanna get to some of the stuff we're gonna disagree on here I got some negatives that I know we're going to disagree on. All right, go ahead. Hit me with them. Magneto. All right. I liked... I liked the payoff... Like, it's interesting. Because I liked the payoff from his emotional moments. But as the emotional moments were happening... Because there's some emotional stuff that goes on with Magneto's story in particular. But as it's happening, I, I felt like... Number one, again, with the choppiness, it felt like, what are we doing? Like, why are we focusing so much on this? And two, I just I didn't care as it was happening. Like there is something very important that the tra- the trailer hints at. There's something very important that happens in this movie that I, I just didn't like. I was like it, because of the way it was executed, <laughs> which you know exactly what I'm yeah, talking about. Um, it I mean... <laughs> just did not work. And then there's another scene at the end of this movie where it's just like we're supposed to care about what's being said and it's just like it falls so flat and that is partially because of another issue that we both have with this movie, Jennifer Lawrence. I but, liked his arc because it made him more human. It didn't make I him did too, but 
it I liked it. The only problem I particularly had with it was the way it was executed yes, in that I, one I, part. I think we found common ground yeah. on this issue, the execution. Other than that, I mean, I really liked it. I mean, that's the one character that I can honestly say we can understand his motives. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're like, all right, all right, you did what you did. Yeah. So, I liked it. I liked his motives, and I thought it was... That's fair. Was, I think that's fair. To me, it was a great. It was a great way to mm-hmm. to do that. Um, definitely, definitely. I I enjoyed his. I loved his. I loved his uh, his story arc. To be honest with you. Okay. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Here's something we will agree on. Um, okay. First of all, let me preface this. I'm not one of these like I know now. It's cool to hate Jennifer Lawrence and say she's not good or she's overrated or things like that. Jennifer Lawrence is one of the best working actresses today. I firmly believe that, and I will stand by that. She deserves every, except for maybe last year, she deserves every nomination she's gotten. (laughs) Yeah. And she deserved every win she's gotten. I'll give you that. But, this movie, like, okay, for the first half, I didn't mind her performance. I thought, okay, I don't get why, because I'd heard kind of the rumblings of, oh, she kind of phoned this one in. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, it's not, like, blowing me away, but it's not, like, it doesn't seem like she doesn't care. And then the second half of this movie, it, it really does feel like she's just, like, blankly delivering lines. Like, I mean, she had better performances in the Hunger Games movies with some of these emotional speeches that she's supposed to be giving right here. And it's just like, what the freak, man? This, that's, this that's, is the best you've given us? I'm going to be honest with you. That's, that was my problem with some of her execution, execution of the lines. I was like... I mean, okay, let's be honest. Some of the lines aren't on? the best. There, there is one line where we both looked at each other, and I was like, yes, her performance was rough, but that line was pretty rough, too. So, again, you can't put it all on her, but she, I'm not, she, right. she phoned it in. That's, I mean, right, I'm let's call a spade you. a spade. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I, to me, it was like another Katniss, but another, like, another... Not as interesting. <laughs> We're not going to get into that, but <laughs> it's another debate, but... um. <laughs> It's just I don't oh, yeah. know, man. Right. You're a book reader with those Hunger Games movies, right? Yeah, right. it's just. But anyway, it's just. I mean, I can at least say I saw her emotion in them. Yeah, you know, I saw mm-hmm. the emotion in her face. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is you've seen this line. You, you've heard her line in this trailer. Let's go to war. Like, okay, like it's not okay. Like, it's not like I don't want to. <laughs> like, convince me. Like, but she doesn't seem like she wanted to either. That's yeah, the problem. She's, she sounds sarcastic. <laughs> like, let's go to war. like her face. Let's go to war. I'm like, April Fools or what? <laughs> 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 like, like you want to want to play want to play Risk? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know. So it was just her mannerisms didn't really like her mannerisms, uh-huh. her facial expressions, like her emotions in those yeah. lines. It wasn't those. Yeah, you know. it wasn't. Uh, it, yeah, she phoned it in. I mean that that's the bottom line, and it kind of sucks. But it's a bummer. I, I kind of hope. I hope she like, gets. I hope her interest in these movies is reinvigorated. Like overall, I thought her performance yeah. was great as Mystique. I just at the same time, like some of her lines. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Um, okay, one other kind of, not performance necessarily, but the character, Rose Byrne's character. Uh, what was her purpose in this movie? <laughs> Can you explain to me what, like, she's, she's a human, yet she is just 
there for most of this movie, and it's just like, you have absolutely no reason to be here. <laughs> Looking back at it now, you're right. It's like... Because he could have yes, okay. easily just went in her mind and figured out everything. Exactly. And But at but the same then, time, it's just because he missed her. Yeah, but why... Uh, no spoilers, but why... She's there... She's just there for the for the whole movie, and it's just like you have you're not doing anything. <laughs> you're literally not doing anything. And she, there's like on the way to to the end of this movie, she's doing something, and it's just like literally anybody else, at least two other people I know for sure, could be doing what you're doing right now, and the entire plot would be completely fine. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe <laughs> she was maybe she got bored with neighbors too, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Hook me up with <laughs> so, money. Give me some money. I need to um, put my. Yeah, I need but to pay my that's my only other complaint. Um, um, it's just I just didn't understand. Her I liked purpose. her character. Thought it was nice. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, same time. Okay. Last kind of thought. Uh, this isn't necessarily. This is just like recapping some of the negatives I had, like or some of the negatives we have, because I kind of talked about the tone before. Uh-huh. And how kind of like I was just like, yes, the jokes are funny, but why are they like some of their placement was just like okay, like this is like some really serious crap that's going on, and we're joking. But anyway, and then the pacing, which we both have issues with, completely different issues, <laughs> but we both have issues with. Yeah. And to me, those are, and then the performances, the performances were generally solid to great. Yeah. Except for Jennifer Lawrence, but. I don't necessarily put that on a director because you know it's hard to direct superstars like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Um, but to me, two of the most important things jobs a director has is the tone and the pacing of the film. And I think he, I think he dropped the ball. Th- this I don't know why was he dropped the ball so much. And I, dude, I love Brian Singer, and I uh, up until now, I've loved, I've absolutely loved every single X Men movie he's done. X One or X Men One. X2, Days of Future Past, they've all been freaking at least great to amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. Days of Future Past is in my top five superhero movies of all time. But this is his worst directed X-Men movie. Maybe, see, I haven't, I haven't seen all of his filmography, but it's might be my the worst directed Brian Singer movie yeah, I've ever seen. Nothing, nothing, nothing meets Superman Returns. No, got it. Even, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I, I've got different issues with that movie, but yeah, you're right. But it's it's definitely his worst directed X Men movie, and it kind of sucks. But I mean, well, the movie doesn't suck. The trailer, the trailer, like I was excited when I saw the trailer. Fan. Yeah, like I was excited when I saw the trailer. I was like, I definitely want to see this movie, dude. I when I when that second trailer got released, I I said like this: people are sleeping on this movie. It has potential to be the best superhero movie of the year because. We were coming off of Days of Future Past, which, like I said, is top five. Days yeah, of Future Past yeah. is amazing. It's an amazing film. So... It, it was one of the best films of its of that year of twenty fourteen. Just films in general. Yeah, this film. This film just. This film was just it, it, like, it, like Batman vs Superman. It's just okay. Yeah, the motives weren't clear, and you know, it's the, the scenes were choppy. That, yeah, that's what that's what we're kind of getting back to. It, this was more Batman vs Superman than. You would hope, and it's got a lot of similar issues, like um, the narrative. Well, the narrative wasn't as was okay. It 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 could have been better. It it could have been a little cleaner, but it wasn't like I wouldn't describe this movie as messy. 
I don't. All right, if I had to rate it, I'd give it like a solid six. Okay, solid yeah, six we're gonna. All right, so let's get into our rating. So you're saying solid, flat six out of ten. Yeah, six out of ten. I am around six point eight or six point nine. I'm probably. I'm I'm closer to the seven range, but I think I'm gonna land on six point eight. Which, mind you, that is the same rating that I gave Batman v Superman upon first viewing. Now, retroactively and after a second viewing, I have it's bumped down to a six point four, Batman v Superman. But upon first viewing, I, I it, it's about the same as Batman v Superman for me. To me, Batman v Superman is like a five point four. Oh really? Yeah, I was very disappointed about that movie. Very right. disappointed. Um, so again, this is out of ten. That's that's the scale I use, and I think that's just what we're gonna use on this show most yeah. often. Um, if you follow our letterboxed feeds, they kind of force us into a five star system, but um, I normally adjust that to my own scale anyway. Yeah. Um, and for me, I don't know when what you where you put your bar, but for me, the when I will like definitely say, yeah, this is a recommendation, is that the seven line? If it's a seven or above, I'll say this is a recommendation for pretty much anything. Yeah. So it's not quite there for me. This is the and this is exactly what I said in my Batman v Superman review. Is comic fans or anybody who knows these characters and these stories from the comics is going to love this because, or at least have fun with it because there's so many moments in this movie where you're just like oh my gosh, that's awesome. Or, wow, they really did that really well. But if you're just a regular moviegoer and you're not the biggest X-Men fan, you're not the biggest comic fan, you don't know these characters as well, don't bother. It's it, it's it's okay. It's, it's, it's not a bad movie by any... Not really by any means. But it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie that is a little boring at times. So... Don't bother. You spend your money on something else, something that you will get in and out. Yeah, I mean, of a little faster. Yeah, I mean, I recommend you see it either way because, you know, like I like I tell some of my customers, don't try, don't take my opinion for something if you might end up liking it. Mm -hmm. So you know, I recommend you watch it anyways. But it's not something I strongly. It's not something I'm gonna be like. You need to see this like 100. Yeah. Okay. So that's 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 how I'll say it. So you're at a 6.0. I'm at a 6.8. Yeah. We're both in the six range, which for me, I don't know, like if you have a breakdown of where your scale. For me, that's like the okay range. Like, yeah, it's, right. a, yeah it's all right. It's not. It's not. It's not offensive. Best, but it's not. It's not offensive. It's okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's our review of Batman v Superman. Um. Our spoiler-free review. Um, we all we're gonna have more of a spoiler discussion because there, like we said, there's a lot of nerdy moments that we need to be discussing. Yeah, sorry guys movie. if I slipped up on some things. <laughs> I don't think it, you spoiled anything necessarily major. Anything yeah. that the trailers didn't spoil, which uh, we have. Like, I'm gonna get in another rant for that sometime. I might write something about that. Like I, I even set up a like we on our website that we just set up. Um, screenfellas.wordpress.com um, uh, I even have like a folder on there for just rants and just whenever like <laughs> trailer I, reviews and stuff like that yeah, yeah we could I, do that I just have something for rants so like whenever I have like something that's really pissing me off and I'm just gonna write like 100 words on it I'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah go ahead just, why not it's fine 
Um, so, anyway, I might we... write something about that because there's a movie I just recently saw that uh, the trailer really ruined the movie for me. So, I was pretty pissed what about movie? that. Uh, Money Monster. <laughs> I still haven't reviewed it yet on Letterboxd, so I'll probably review that and then I'll post it on the website and everything. Um, but, yeah. So, that is that. Um, let's get into our kind of our little our quick superhero kind of recap so far this year of 2016 we've had Deadpool we've had Batman vs Superman we've had Civil War and now we've had X-Men Apocalypse so four movies four superhero movies so far this year we still have Suicide Squad and Doctor Strange to go how would you rank these four so far um, I want to go with Civil War first. Um, I think Civil that's War. That's an easy choice. We're both right on. <laughs> I yeah, I think I think Civil War. You you have clear motives for for all these characters. All these characters shined in the movie. It's um, fantastic. Everybody shined their own way. It was amazing. Um, and you really couldn't pick a side. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like you was like I. <laughs> so you, you know yeah. you agree with both sides in a sense. So I thought it was great. Um, yeah, that that movie. It's like. For a second, I thought I was going to put it at 9. And it ended up like an 8.7, which is very respectable. And it it has a good chance of making my top 10. Because last year, 8.6s were fighting for my top 10. So, yeah. it's, I mean, that's impressive. For a superhero movie to make top 10, for me. Because I'm a little harsher on these superhero movies sometimes. But... That, I, I this movie was great and Civil War was great. Civil War um, was Civil War was great. Um, so that's obviously both of our number ones. Yeah. Um, we're, I'm my just, I, know, I think I know what your number two is. Yeah, my number two is Deadpool. Deadpool. My number two is Deadpool. It was everything I personally expected. Yeah, from that film. I think our bottom two are the only ones going to be flipped. But um, yeah, I'm not as high as you on Deadpool, but I still like, it's number two. I mean, I I'm not going to sit here and tell you Batman vs Superman is better than it because it's just not. Yeah, I mean, again, motives. Motives were clear. It was simple but clear. Simple is simple, my main issue with clear. it. But um, uh, I still had it. I think I had an eight, maybe an eight point one. Yeah, it's still that's for me. That's in the great area. Like it was a great movie. So especially especially for a first time director, especially. Well, that's a good point. Especially I for a first didn't even director. consider that. I mean, it was great, um, and I that movie, like the comedy in that movie, is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I do have a little like I'm not the biggest T.J. Miller fan, but I mean, everything else was absolutely amazing, and it just worked. And his chemistry, his, his chemistry with, with everybody was phenomenal. No, with his with his girlfriend in the movie. Deadpool's chemistry with his girlfriend yeah. was perfect. I thought his chemistry with the taxi driver was great. Oh, that too. was good too. Um, but yeah, it was great. So that movie was um, it was great, and it definitely is the number two so yeah. far. Um, um, we'll see. If, I, I'm really work, hoping for Suicide Squad, but uh, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad needs to save the DC right now because my number three is X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, that. Sheesh. My number I, three is X-Men Apocalypse. I, my whole problem with Batman My three is X-Men Apocalypse as well. Yeah. I, we're on we're on right point. now. But <laughs> it's it's rough because I do... I, I like Batman v Superman. And we're not going to go back into X-Men Apocalypse. You know our thoughts on it. We just talked about yeah. it for 30 minutes. The whole thing with Batman vs Superman, which is why it's my number four, is because it's... The whole beginning... I'll say... 
for the for X Men Apocalypse, it's probably choppy for like the for like maybe twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes. Batman vs Superman, it, it didn't give me time to even take in the didn't give me time to at least even take in the information and process this. Through, the through narrative was all over the it place. Was all it was over a the disaster. Place. I couldn't take a I couldn't take a breather between the scenes. I'm like, oh, okay, we're here, and it was just crazy. Um, I really the only the only positives I really have is is um, Ben Affleck did has he did a phenomenal job. He he nailed it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I I was one of those people who was like, you're gonna do great, and I was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have bet money on this because <laughs> <laughs> I. Um, I knew he could capture Batman's rage, and I I thought it, he bulked up for the movie. I thought it was great. You want to know what I think sets us apart? In our because we like I'm at a six point four for this movie. You said you're at a five point four, right? For this yeah. movie, for Batman v Superman. I think you want to know what I think is that difference. Hmm. And we are going to have this battle one day, not today, <laughs> because I don't want to go for two hours here, but. Jesse Eisenberg. God, God. You knew it was coming. This battle is going to happen one day. I am on the Jesse Eisenberg side of this thing. I'm not, I I'm really not. loved his performance. I thought... Um, if I wanted a joker, I would have hired Jared Leto we'll, for we'll, we'll have this battle, but that is the difference between us. That's that one-point difference. Is Jesse Eisenberg, I can tell you Such right here, right now. That's I've never been annoyed is. with a character that much before in my life, and then... This guy came into it. We'll get into it. We'll we'll talk. We'll We'll get there. We'll have a Batman versus Superman. Oh, we will. (laughs) We will. Maybe we'll save that for like our end of the year. Like after um, After Doctor Strange comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to figure out how to continue this. Maybe with Skype or something. (laughs) But yeah, it... Uh, that's the difference. Um, all right, so let's move on. That's our rankings. We are all we're both like superhero movies so far. We agree so far. Yeah, which is interesting. But I think I think they kind of established themselves in a clear hierarchy. Like, and you're not going to find too many people who disagree with our ranking. I know there's some people. There are a lot of people, like both online and I had friends at school who had Deadpool at a ten out of ten, which is absolutely insane to me. I just think ten out of ten. I just think it was. Good lord! I won't say. So it was there are a 10 people who would 10, put it, but I, but I understand there. why it was a ten out of ten because I mean it's something you don't you don't expect a lot from it, and then the fact that it's mainly a comedic action fun movie, which mm-hmm. is why I I can I can relate to why I, people would say it's a ten yeah. out of ten. I, I think mean, this gets down to like our systems with rating movies, which again we might have to have a discussion about like. What like how we both kind of look at our ratings, but um, that'll yeah, happen. I mean, I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought overall, Deadpool, Deadpool was everything that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Sure, there was some things. That, I, mean, I mean, there's little things here and there, but yeah. I mean, no movie is no movies. It's hundred percent amazing. Yeah. But I thought it was everything that a lot of people wanted, which is why it was a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, especially if you look at it like what this movie is trying to be, which I know that's kind of more how you look at it, like, with what a movie's trying to... I, I get that. Um, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to get into Game of Thrones. Uh, we are at the halfway mark of the season. Guys, this is going to be... And we're... Spoiler warning right spoiler here. Spoiler warning right um, here. After this, we're just going to have some quick recommendations, So, and then we'll be signing off. So, if you are behind on Game of Thrones or you're planning on 
bin, like you are interested in binging it sometime soon, first of all, we pause both this. strongly recommend that you watch this pause, show. Pause this show. Go binge the entire thing. I have a friend from school who did it in three days. It was unhealthy, but he did it. It can be done. Do it, <laughs> and then come back. We highly recommend this show. This show is amazing. Okay? Yes, especially really this amazing. season. This is the spoiler warning. Warning. We're starting now. Ho door, hold the door. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know this. This is like the first. This is like one of the first episodes that they're actually apologizing for because of people like you <laughs> shut up about hold her. Hold the door. <laughs> hold the door. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It it, it, it was. It was I'm, no. I'm not definitely like, the uh, most emotional yes. episode. I, I don't want to. I don't so even want to specifically talk about this season, but like we have to start there because this is one of the most like to me it was one of the most emotional deaths we've had in a long time and it's interesting that it's from Hodor a character who literally says one word the entire show except for this last episode when his younger version says what three words yeah <laughs> so it's it's crazy but it's true and okay another direwolf there we we're losing direwolves we need to stop at this point guys um producers like, directors somebody, stop somebody needs to send out like i mean tommen needs to like put out a royal decree that direwolves are like endangered species Ari at this and point. Needs hunters. Well, that's true but that's okay. not gonna happen i feel like i feel like um Nymeria I feel like if anything, if she come, or Nymeria is going to come back, like unless some random moment, and we're going to be like, "What the f is I this?" Like it's going to be like, "It's Nymeria." Like, what? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like she's going to be there for the Great War. Uh, true. <laughs> okay. And like, um, I hope that she finds another direwolf out there, and that she yeah. has pups. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into like the this half of the season as a whole. It has been incredible. It's, it's fantastic. It might honestly like two of these five episodes for sure, and maybe three, I will say, are two of the best episodes the show has ever had. Oh, for sure. For sure. What's, I love... What's it clicking? But <laughs> I loved, in this episode, and I, I know like it's yeah. probably one of the most underrated scenes, but Varys getting scared oh, yeah, by the fantastic. high priestess. I was just like, what? And I loved her performance mm-hmm. and everything. I'm just like, what? Her performance... Her okay. performance was great. I loved Varys. Tyrion's looking like at looking at at Varys like, what is happening? It's, it was it's great. crazy because like this episode was so good, but the thing is like it's not even one of the episodes that I'm gonna be like, this is one of the best episodes the show's ever had. Okay, obviously, episode four. Episode four was the best. Oh my gosh, the best. Finally. Oh my gosh. Finally, episode Stark, two was finally also. Stark is happy, right? Yes. Episode two was also freaking amazing because we had Jon Snow coming back. And just the episode as a whole it was paced so beautifully. And then, I mean, th- those are two of the best episodes the show has ever, ever had. And we've gotten it in the span of five episodes. And the other episodes, like last night, was great. I'm not going to say it was one of the best, but it was. A great episode of Game of Thrones. Of course, and have the other two have, have been scenes. kind of building. Like they're yes, they're more pacing episodes, but they don't feel like it. Like season five, a good majority of it, and even a lot of season four, you could feel like when the, when it was just an episode, a setup episode, you could feel it. It's like okay, we're, this is a setup episode, mm-hmm. which is fine, because when you're watching the best show on television, even the setup episodes are entertaining. But this season has taken it to a whole other level. 
Yeah, we're not walking anymore. We're already there. Exactly. So and, and that's great that they're doing that. I think they're speeding things up, and I, I have my theory about like how quickly they're going to wrap up the show, but um, I they're speeding things up. That's undeniable, and I really hope that it can it keeps at this pace. And if it does, I'll be very impressed. But and I won't be necessarily surprised if they kind of slow things down, but. This could like if it if it does keep up the space, it could be one of the best. Se- it could be the best season we've ever had. Yeah, dude. I mean, I've loved each and every episode so far. Loved each and every episode so this, far. This this season, it's acting is phenomenal. Incredible. Chemistry is great. There's some scenes that I point out for the day. I'm just like, this is all great. Like and just when you think Daenerys was back where she started. She like, you were are, upset, dude. I was pissed. <laughs> I wrote him. I wrote Ozzy here freaking paragraphs <laughs> long of like why I was pissed at this show because of how things ended last season. Yeah, he even said he might stop watching it at this point. If if they kept Jon Snow dead, I I, I was because we'll not get into that. But Danny's storyline right now is she's my favorite character and she like if I was in the Game of Thrones world, she's the one I'd be hitching my wagon to and being and following because I think she's the most inspirational character on the show. Um, but her, her, what, what her story is going, like, going, where her story is going right now, and I am Team Euron right now, Team Euron Greyjoy, because he is Team Danny, so I'm Team Euron. Okay, but he's, like, he's, I, I don't that, care if he's, he's crazy. That, he's that one asshole on the team, <laughs> he's the one asshole on our team that you just don't like. I don't care if he's crazy, <laughs> he like, is... So okay, good. but like I, I'm not okay with that because Theon, as much as I love his, I love his, as much as I love his his, his goals for helping mm-hmm. out Daenerys, I still don't like the fact that he wants to kill Theon. So no. yeah, because I, Theon, Theon, Theon's gone through now. But I think Theon, Theon, so I'm just like, I don't like you, man. I don't like you. I mean, I like your ideas, yeah. but I don't like you. See, I, I kind of think Theon and Yara are gonna die. At least Yara. I could see Yara dying. Um, I think. I think this is. They won't. They're not introducing Yaron for no reason. They're not going to introduce him to lose to Theon and Yara. Um, yeah, of course. I. I think. I, but where? Where are Theon and Yara going right now? That's what I'm. I wondering. have no idea. Like, what's their plan? We do, wasn't they clear how many they, ships they took. They can't, it wasn't clear how many they people can't they had. go to Winterfell. So I don't know where they're going to go. Maybe they help out John somehow, but again, yeah, and how I mean, they with their ships? Like, where are they gonna? Okay, but like, no, but like, but, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would make sense if they went to John. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because John needs to John go. John needs help. John needs help. They need a home, so yeah. they can be like, "Well, we want a home too." Well, they still want the Iron Islands. I, I don't think Yara is giving up that easily on the Iron Islands. I think she's, she's gonna die before she gets them. No, I think I think she's going. She's gonna try to find allies to come back and fight for the Iron Islands. But I just don't know where she's going, where she thinks she's going to get these allies. It's going to be interesting. Because the crazy thing is, the Iron Islands are so... They separate, they've separated themselves so much from the rest of the Seven Kingdoms that they don't really have allies. They pissed off the South because King's Landing is just like... They're, they're a nuisance to King's Landing. They keep doing crap, and then people ask for help against the Iron Islands, and it's just like, nobody's going to help them in the South. The North is the people they keep raiding and attacking, so why are they going to help them? 
So I, I just don't know. Um, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what's going on with that storyline, but I'm interested in it because, like I said, team, you're on all the way right now. <laughs> um, okay, and do you... I've told you my theory before. I'm going to say it right now. I think that next year is going to be the last year of Game of Thrones. I think that because they have the producers have said that after this season they're probably down to the last 13 episodes and when they announced on Twitter that they were renewed for next year they whenever a show is renewed generally they'll say we're renewed for season whatever so in Game of Thrones case they'll say we're renewed for season 7 but they said we're renewed for 2017 and given the fact that they've already said we're probably done the last 13 episodes, yeah, but, I, mean, I think they're splitting the season in half and I think show, putting be, them all next year. I think that'd be dumb, in a sense, because we still have... It's not unheard of with HBO. Sopranos split their last season. Okay, but I think that'd be kind of dumb. And, and second other all, great shows, Breaking Bad split their last season. It's it's a common thing. I mean, if they get everything that needs to be done, because right. she's that's, all... That's what, the only thing that makes me nervous. I don't see how this storyline is... Or this that's, story that's is close I'm, to being wrapped that's up. That's why I'm saying, because I don't think... I think they're going to pull another, like, joke on us, because... Remember, Jon Snow is dead, guys. He's not coming back. He's dead. Sure. Second episode. <gasps> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. alive. So, I think they're just trying to, like... They're just being like, how are we going to wrap this up? Yeah, so, but I mean... The one she, thing that does Daenerys, make me confident Daenerys is, still has to cross the, the sea. But it could be coming with your own. Okay, but okay, but he still <laughs> has to build those ships anyways. But they're not going to show us building the ships because they've already shown this season that we're not going to show them building things. We're not going to show them walking around. We're just going to get there. Okay, but like that's going to take a while for them to build ships. That's true. So it's going to be like time. So oh. like if they skip it, they can be if, like they can be like six months. What if Theon and Yara decide that they want to beat Euron to Danny? I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I'm just saying that yes, I'm confused as to how it could wrap up that quickly because of all the different storylines. But I'm also aware that they're speeding up the pace for a reason right now. So I don't know. That's my theory. Let me know if you guys agree, because Ozzy here doesn't. I just um, don't agree do you have any more thoughts on Game of Thrones? I just don't agree with that theory because I, I can see why they're possibly speeding it up because a lot of people were bored with Bran's storyline. Well, I think it was even last season, so. Yeah, but I'm just saying, even then, bunch of walking yeah. and talking. True. For what? So, I think it's great that they're speeding up his storyline and I think they have reasons for it mm-hmm. because they don't want to last like 15 seasons in, then we're finally doing something. I think it could last maybe like nine seasons, ten seasons maybe. Mm-hmm. But maybe yeah, maybe eight, maybe eight to nine seasons. But I don't think it can. I don't. I'll be pushing it, man. I don't, I don't think. I mean, that far. I think it could push to eight to nine seasons. To be honest with you, I think eight is the max. Around six right now, like I said, eight to nine seasons. Because I mean, there's still so much that has to be done. Because right now we're dealing with John wanting to take back Winterfell, and then he's gonna want to go back to trying to beat the White Walkers, mm-hmm. and then it's 
Daenerys trying to get over to Westeros. But I think still, she has to deal with the the crap in Marine. There's still a lot that's going on. Yeah. Especially, especially in King's Landing with the whole High Sparrow yeah. arc. Yeah, that, that, that's that's, that's the storyline that's bothering me right now. It's just I, I need that to end. I think the Sparrow, the High Sparrow needs to die, but something needs to happen from it because I just feel like if something major doesn't happen from the storyline, what have we been doing? It's been wasting our time. So I think something is about to go down. Something major. I don't think it's going to be as simple as the High Sparrow is dead because then it would be a waste of our time. I mean, unless she crosses over to King's Landing mm-hmm. at the brink of their civil war, that could be a good time and an opportunity to take over. True. Because that's when the city's divided. True. So... Do you think I'm Marjorie thinking. lives or dies through next episode? I don't know what you want because we all want Marjorie to be alive because <laughs> you know we're men. Um, <laughs> but God, she's so beautiful. <laughs> um, My number do is. Do you think she survives? <laughs> um, hmm. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I think it, I think she could die by accident. I think something could trigger yeah. it wrong. Yeah, that that's how I could see it going. Down like too. she's about to do the walk of shame, and then people charge, and then you know somebody yeah. accidentally mm-hmm. runs right. a spear through her stomach. Okay, last thoughts <laughs> on this first half season of game, or this half season of or season. What are we on six of Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, five. This was th- this was five. Uh, episode five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. Uh, you have any last thoughts on this? Any last thoughts on this? Sorry. I can't watch that episode again. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> at least was watching the last part. I was at least the last part. And you walked away, and I was like, "Dang, man!" <laughs> at least that last part because that yeah. whole. We need to talk about the White Walkers, uh, the whole origin story. Oh, that was great. That was fantastic. Um, I think that again, I'm loving. Like, I didn't. I was the last. I hated Brand storyline in season four. It was boring. It was just flat out boring. And they have found a way to make him an interesting device, and I love it. Because now, he is our source of backstory and information. The stuff that the books have always given the book readers, and we've always had to go to the book readers for information on. We're getting more information than the book readers have gotten, and I love it. Because, Fantastic. Yes. And you're also starting to Three really guys. care about Bran, in a sense. Yeah, sure. So, I, I like Bran, I like his storyline. Yeah, he's just another um, star that I'm one day, to like. Yeah, one day we'll get into the crazy theory about John and um, oh, what's the girl's name? Uh, Mira. Yeah, we'll get into that theory, but when, no, we don't have time for that now. We're, we're, feel, do you I know feel, we're at fifty-four minutes right now? So <laughs> I feel that yeah. Rickon's just there at this point. I feel they need to give him something to do. <laughs> That's true. Rickon's just well, yeah, he's just a damsel in distress. I thought he died right? already. Honestly, I forgot he. <laughs> I forgot he even existed until, like, <laughs> Everyone until, until they brought him home. I'm like, oh, dude, you're still alive? I mean, yeah. that's great. Um, <laughs> I don't even think he'll die. Maybe I, not. No, because it, there would be no mushroom impact. We don't care about Rickon. I think he I continues care. to be a device. I wouldn't care if he died. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, I feel bad for Sansa, Arya, and all yeah. those other people. But like, right. Let's move on to our last kind of thing we're going to do, and this will be really quick. Our recommendations. Um, we'll both kind of recommend either a TV show or a movie that people can binge or watch, or and anything that you kind of are like. Pe- more people need to know about this, or more people need to watch this. You got anything? Um, 
I'm going to say, like I told you earlier, like I've told you billions of times, I, The Walking Dead, I think The Walking Dead is a great show just due to the fact of its... This is, this is pretty much directed at me. I, I know most people <laughs> do watch The Walking Dead. No, but even, the, even then, because I know people who don't watch The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. the whole thing that I love about the show is just the characterization. Characterization of okay. characters, evolution. If you binge watch, if you have Netflix and you go back to season one and you just got done watching season six, you're gonna be like, "Whoa!" Like he was this person. Now he's completely changed, mm-hmm. and it's awesome okay. just seeing how much a situation can change one person. Just to update anybody listening, um, <laughs> uh, he Ozzy here. <laughs> Kind of annoyed me a couple a couple of summers ago to watch The Walking Dead, so I vowed to not watch it until it ended. So he, he needs... is forever trying to convince me to change my mind. Carlos needs to know what Carl is. <laughs> anyway, he needs to know. Um, okay, my recommendation is if you follow me on Twitter at Cherry Four Four Six, you will know this because I've talked about it. I've been tweeted at by Michelle Monahan, and it was glorious. Um, because of it, uh, The Path. The Path on Hulu is... It's sitting at number six on my list of shows from this season. But, oh my gosh. it The season finale was fantastic. It might move up. I'm really struggling with what, what to put at five. It's either House of Cards or The Path. They were both so good. But I, oh, the path is just, the path is about this religious, like, this strange cult. And this guy, basically the premise is, this guy, he married a, a woman who who grew up in this cult, and he adopted this faith. Uh-huh. And he has now raised a family in this faith, but now he's starting to have doubts. Mm. So it's basically, he's having this conflict of, um, belief, and he just doesn't know what to believe anymore, and how to how it affects his relationships, how um, and also there's stuff with like the leader of the cult, and mm-hmm. you know, um, him him making different decisions that are controversial with other leaders in the cult. It it is so good. I, there's only ten episodes. Like again, the season finale was just on Wednesday, and like there were three season finales on Wednesday, <laughs> and that's the only one I've watched so far. I still haven't watched Arrow Supernatural because the path is that good. It is so good. And I will recommend it. I will keep recommending it. And We gotta do one about Supernatural and Arrow. Oh, we will. We This weekend we're, pro- we're probably trying this to Sunday do... We're gonna, we're gonna post something for you guys. Yeah, we're probably gonna try to do some t- like basically some our TV. TV updates since all the finales just happened. But yeah. le- okay, uh, just... To finish up on the path, just just watch it. Get who it's worth the price of Hulu. <laughs> I'm telling you, ten episodes and it's left me craving more. It just I'm angry that it's only ten episodes. <laughs> um, this is the last show I'm gonna recommend for those of you not watching oh, Daredevil. Bonus recommendation <laughs> for those of you not watching Daredevil. You guys need to get on that. That show is fantastic. The acting is phenomenal. I hate to say this to Stephen. Amel and to Grant Gustin, but 
I think the choreography and basically a lot of stuff. Daredevil is great. It's, it's better. It, it is. Uh, Daredevil, um, just like, again, I think we'll talk about this more in well, depth yeah. on our TV um, recap, or season recap no of TV. No spoilers here, but, but the show is fantastic. Daredevil, spoiler alert for my list, Daredevil is number two right behind Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's, it's that good. It's this fantastic. season two was that good. So if you again, if you haven't checked out Daredevil, check that out. Yeah, That's your little bonus recommendation. <laughs> um, all right, so we're about to wrap we're things up on out, our guys. first episode. How, how do you how do you think it went, Ozzy? Pretty good. I think it went fantastic. I think it went well too. <laughs> um, okay, so Ozzy, where can people find you on the internet? Guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. Kind of a mystery over here. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys could tweet me at uh, Castro Ozzy Seven, um, and you guys can follow me on Instagram Ozzy Cray. So do that if you guys want to message me, ask me any questions. Um, also, tweet to Carlos Cherry at Cherry Four Five Six. That's where you can find me. Um, our website is screenfellas.wordpress.com. Got I'm gonna get that fluid one day. We're gonna we're gonna do that, guys. And, and I'm trying to get the WordPress off of it, but we don't we're, have money. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a budget. <laughs> we're on a budget, guys. We're not rich. So uh, screen, <laughs> screenfellas.wordpress.com. Check it out. Um, um, we'll post the podcast to there, and we will. It, podcast will also be on iTunes and maybe on Stitcher. We'll we'll see. We're, uh, we're still trying to figure all this podcasting stuff out. So yeah. bear with us as we go along. Bear with the audio quality if it's rough. Yeah, sorry um, about that, guys. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's what's going on. That's where you can find us. Um, we and, will uh, get back to you with... Uh, yeah, message, message, message us some stuff that you guys possibly want us to talk about. Um, yeah. yeah, any suggestions as well. Um, we'll talk about it. Yep. We, so, um, we're going to get into... Next episode, we're probably going to get into our TV. Um, like our TV season finales. Because everything's ending because right Everything now. just ended pretty much, except for a lot of premium stuff and... I've got a few shows starting up, actually. Wayward Pines <laughs> is back. Yes. And um, we're also sometime... Yeah, I'm not sure what order these two things are going to be. We're going to do the TV thing, but we're also going to have a spoiler discussion on uh, X-Men Apocalypse. I'm not sure what order those things will be in, but we will figure that out and probably we'll, post we'll an update to know. the website. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Um, thanks for bearing with us again let us know what you guys want us to talk about us let us know what you liked and let us know what you thought of X-Men Apocalypse if you already watched it and about Game of Thrones if you watch the show so yeah that is it thanks and we'll see you guys this weekend see you guys speaking guys peace out peace bruh